Hello and welcome to episode 71, season 4, episode 11 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. Welcome back, guys, for another lockdown episode. We are again recording this virtually over Zoom. And I tell you what, Zoom must be making an absolute packet again. Because uh, I've been on so many Zooms this week, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> well, you're never coming. Um, <laughs> makes no sense. I know. Makes no sense, but it's slightly rude. Why not? Um, yeah, welcome back, everyone. Um, loving, just loving, loving the reaction to um, the podcasts at the minute. You know, people are people clearly. Um, need kind of an escape and I am happy to be there in Enrique Iglesias. Uh, <laughs> he had a great song called Escape, but I was thinking hero, d- you know, double down on that Enrique is what I say. Um, yeah, uh... But I will start, I will start this set by uh, just giving a quick, uh, well, to just say th- about this message that I received this morning. Yeah, we're loving we're loving all the messages, guys. It's uh, it's amazing to have your feedback, and both myself and Adam just we. I mean, it's helping our well being doing these podcasts. Uh, granted, we'd love to be in each other's company, um, but it is what it is. We've just got to do it over over Zoom for now. But just to know it's helping so many teachers, so many school staff, just so many people in general, and honestly. Um, I love it. I love just getting the messages and knowing that that, that it is helping. So, yeah, we got this message that Adam's going to read out, and it um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So it said, uh, "I'm on episode 53. When I discovered the pod, I started from the beginning. I'm a secondary school teacher with two young children. I've watched videos of Mr. PICT for a while, and that's how I found the podcast." I hit the early episodes that spoke about Striker Boy and the Mind Charity. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was struggling with my mental health to a degree of considering taking my own life. The laughs and reminder to get help pushed me to speak to someone, and I started getting some counselling. I could not be more thankful. I also had COVID over Christmas, contracted in school, and the podcast helped me through 10 days of quarantine in my bedroom. I'm teaching from home. The podcast is my lunch break and bedtime listening to make me switch off from all the other stuff. I honestly cannot thank you enough. Every chance I would have, uh, every chance I would have spiraled downwards and who knows that uh, what would have happened. Thank you both and keep up the great work. I mean, genuinely, when that, when, when I read that, it, it made me, it made me kind of a little bit emotional. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a bit yeah. like, taken aback that you know kind of sat here uh chatting absolute biscuits can can actually help people and, and i i love it and i just want to give a shout out to every single person who's listening to this uh you know just keep just keep going there is going to be an end to this right, grim yeah. time and when it does come and watch us live because it's even funnier <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I mean, it's, I think sometimes you don't realise, because for us, it's just me and you who, you know, we're brothers, we we see each other all the time, Um, well, at the minute, socially distanced, if we do, 
And so I suppose we don't maybe fully appreciate the impact of what this podcast can do for people because we're in a lucky position where we are, you know, surrounded by our families. And I know there'll be a lot of teachers, school staff, and just everyone, in people in general who might be, you know, on their own, not having that contact. And I just think like not having the staff room, if you're at a school where, you know, you have, you have, you have a group of teachers that you get on well with, and I think you can have that connection. With, and we know this from staff I work with, we've met, you know, the characters you've worked with and, and they do become, you know, really, really close friends. And when we're working in a situation like we are at the minute where, where we're either in school with the vulnerable key worker children, but half the staff are at home or we're in school and we can't go near each other because of bubbles, all that sort of stuff. I think it can really, really affect a teacher's mental health. Because I used to always say well before the pandemic that, you know, to help yourself as a teacher, you need to take a bit of a break during the day. And that's what I've always loved about my school is there'll always be 20 minutes at the lun at lunchtime where most of the staff would be sat in the staff room and just chatting, just, just talking about things other than school, having a bit of a giggle, having a bit of a crack. And, and I, I think that's probably one thing out of everything that we've probably taken for granted and we don't realise how much that helps our own mental health because it's a full-on job being in the classroom, whatever your role is, whether you're a teaching assistant teacher. And so I think for some people listening to the podcast, it's almost like being part of a little staff room and then you're on the Facebook group and you can share a few posts. You can have a bit of a giggle um, and you feel part of, of a community, which is, you know, one of the best parts of working at a successful school is you feel part of a team. And, um, you know, when we get messages like that, I just want to say to the person who sent that um, a, mass, a massive well done for, you know, reaching out and seeking support, because I think, you know, it might it might appear weak to do that. But actually, it's the bravest thing you can do is to actually acknowledge that you are suffering. You, you've got these thoughts, these feelings. And if there's anyone listening to this who's in a similar position, who, you know, is really struggling with things and, and, and feel like their mental health is really um, affected with everything going on. You know, there are people you can reach out to. There are people that you can speak to. I know I've mentioned on the on the podcast before there is a charity called Education Support Partnership. And they will always have someone on the end of the phone that you can speak to. And trust me, it's not a sign of weakness. It's, it's one of the bravest steps you can take. And, you know, to hear messages like that where someone's been able to do it, inspired by the podcast, whatever it might be, that's not as important as being able to get to a better place. And, you know, if the podcasts help with that, it's just unreal. And it, again, it just... Sometimes you just have to take a moment and think like it's it's amazing what what we've achieved, but knowing that it's helping so many other people. So, yeah, it's a nice little start to the app. That it's been um, it's been one of those weeks for me where I just feel because I'm not in class, I'm not in school. Uh, I've had the letter to say that I'm um, I'm extremely vulnerable and I'm waiting on the vaccine now. Which fingers crossed, I'll get the letter sooner rather than later. And um, like my head teachers just said, look, do it from do all your work from home. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't bothered. I'd go into school. You know me, I'm, I'm not my, but I'd rather get out of the house and homeschool my own kids. But, um, you know, I think it was mum more than anyone else. I mean, if mum found out that I was going into school, she'd kill me, not COVID. 
because she's on it, isn't she? I, so. I was thinking, you, you kind of, I think because you know that there's a lot of people listening to this podcast, you're putting that blue paint on your face and going all William Wallace. You're there on your high horse going, I'll tell you, COVID won't kill me. I'll go in. Oh, I'll go in. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Shut I mean, up. You ain't going. No, you ain't going nowhere. I'd, I, I would have been going in. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> as soon as I get the vaccine, I'm back in school. I miss it. I miss it. Um, riding, riding back into school. <laughs> Hello, children. I'm back. I haven't even had the vaccine. <laughs> uh, uh, go back to England, and you tell them there. <laughs> no, so um, it just feels like Groundhog Day. I don't get me wrong; I've been incredibly busy, obviously doing the work for for school remotely, but then obviously all the training that I've been doing as well. It's been a, a mad few days. Um, I'm absolutely shattered. It's been great. It's been you know the feedback from all the training that I've done has been uh, fantastic. So I know it's sort of helping a lot of schools get on board with all the remote learning. And um, today, I mean, if you're listening to this, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Uh, it's Tuesday evening. I don't know what the date is today. Does it really matter? It's the 75th. 19th. Yeah, 75th January or whatever it is. And uh, I got a phone call before asking if I'd like to make a little appearance on this morning, tomorrow, as in Wednesday morning. So unless you listen to the podcast tonight... Uh, you won't know this, but hopefully you'll you'll, you'll see it. And um, yeah, because the little video that I made where I did the remote remote teaching in the style of Vanilla Ice Ice Baby, um, throwing it back to some old school rap and hip hop. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been asked to go on this morning. So, I mean, they did say don't. <laughs> they went on the phone call when you did the briefing. They were like, um, I said, "Am I all right to tell people?" And she was like, "Well, yeah, but." You know, if something happens, it might be that we have to move you to another day. So just have to wait and see, because obviously you've got the American. Uh, Biden's being sworn in tomorrow, isn't he? Is it today or tomorrow? The, are you looking for the word inauguration? Inauguration, yeah. See, I've had a long day. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything happens with that, then it might be moved to another day. But yeah, I'll be there with Phil and Holly. That's unreal. I'm, I have to admit, I'm, I'm buzzing for you, but I feel like I should have been there. I should be there. Yeah. I feel well, like if I get the I feel chance, like Phil and Holly, Phil and Holly would both prefer me. I'm just uh, just throwing that out there right now. Um, I'm I'm a lovable teddy bear. Plug the pod. Plug the pod Insta. That's what I want you to do. That's my only. That's my only thing I need you to do is plug the pod Insta. Well, we can plug it on the pod. Guys, head well, over yeah. to Two Mr. P's podcast on Instagram. Give it a follow. Adam's working really hard sharing loads of funny videos and posts. Don't don't <laughs> talk about me like I'm one of them kids. Or one of those kids, should I say. Where it's like, you know, they bring in that picture. They bring in that picture that they've done at home. Like, that looks like nothing. And then you get it up at the end of the day. Oh, look, little Johnny's working really hard at home. Don't we all like it, guys? Give a clap for little Johnny. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're the one who asked you, like, plug the pod. I'm plugging the, the Insta. It's yeah, but you're like going... When- 
Adam, Adam has no friends. Could you be his friend, please? It's like when I, uh, I do it in class all the time. If I've got a kid who struggles to write, I'll be like, tell you what, if you do this piece of writing and you try really hard, I'll put it on the school Twitter account. I'll put it on school Facebook and then I'll post it and be like, guys, this Jamie's done some really good work today. If there's any chance you can give him a comment and teachers will always give comments. And it, I feel like I'm doing that with you. Guys, if you yeah, can go give him a follow... That. You're trying really hard. People listening to this will more than likely already follow or don't use Insta. I want a this morning shout out. If you don't mention my name, I that's it. That's <laughs> the podcast's it. over. If you say, if you if you say about the podcast and you go, I do it with my younger brother, and trust me, that guy is mega bants. You need to <laughs> say it in them words. I'm not saying words. mega bants. So you have to say the guy, the guy is double McBants with extra <laughs> chips. You have to say something like that. McBants with uh yeah. The guy's bants, the guy's bants on toast. Anything <laughs> around that is absolutely fine. If he was a dinosaur, it'd be Bantosaurus Rex. <laughs> just anything, anything around them sort of lines. Right. He is just a banter clause with yeah. an extra reindeer. You know. Whatever you want to do. If he was a footballer, it'd be Eric Bantana. Yeah, yeah. Anything. I've got a few. So, so yeah, so that's been my week. Just Zooms are plenty. Um, And obviously sharing that Ice Ice Baby video, which seemed to, again, go down really, really well. Um, I'll give you a bit um, of a heads up. I'll give you a bit of a heads up. There's another one coming on Friday. Another one. Excited about it. Say what? Another what coming on Friday? Another song. All right, okay. Watch this space. And it's not just me. It features my my daughter. She makes a debut. So watch this space like Friday. Get ready. Right, how's your week been, Adam? Yeah, it's uh it's been it's been I mean when we t- when you say this, it's only Tuesday, so am I judging it on how was my Monday or since we last recorded? <laughs> I'm going from since last recording. Like we can discount the weekend because literally nothing's happening at the weekend, is it? It's a complete write-off. Um yeah. Um it's it's been it's it's been it's been it's been <laughs> that's, that's basically it. It's like when anyone asks me, how's your day been? Or no, how's your day gone? And I always reply with it's gone, yeah. you know, that, that's it. Um, I mean, you know, school's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying kind of, uh, I'm enjoying, I am enjoying being in and I'm not enjoying that the children aren't there because, you know, I buzz off at me. I buzz off just like play times and lunch times and stuff like that. And, and it's just not the same really, but I'm trying to kind of be, I'm trying to be just like, just proper over, over positive, just to yeah. try and, um, you know, try and lift people and try and just be nonstop bants, nonstop yeah. bants. That's what you should say. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, no, I've got a few things. I've got a few things that I wanted to talk about. Go on. Um, so the first thing is, uh, so Isla went back to school. Uh, she's been, 
Kim was, I think I spoke about it on the last pod, like Kim was remote teaching from home, but she kept the kids at home. And then now I, Kim's Get back in work. Kim, now they're back in work. She don't have a job at Timpsons, so no can do. <laughs> she ain't no key worker. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the kids have gone back in and uh, I have to pick Isla up. So I picked Isla up and uh, they're just two, just absolutely classic, classic, classic tales here. So she comes out and she's like, uh, see, I never pick her up normally. So she was buzzing. That's my daddy in the mask. <laughs> uh, I think she called me Big Daddy. Uh, so did you, call, did you, you not know, say that's my daddy? He's non-stop pants. <laughs> Can you not hear people laughing near my daddy? He is pants. Um, yeah. So she comes over and I'm asking her how her day was, and she's and, and you know Isla. She's just she's just absolute. She's pants. She's yeah. inherited. The bants and um, <laughs> and she. So I'm asking her about a day, and she's going, "Yeah, we were feeding a cal- caterpillar and doing all this." And I'm like, "Oh, amazing!" And then she said, "And I'm just going to make up a name here." She was like, "Apart from Lizzie, Lizzie was a right moody bum." And I went, <laughs> "Why?" I went, "What? What? What sort of Lizzie?" And she went, "Lizzie wanted my pink hula hoop, and I gave it to her." And I went, well, like, why is she moody? She went, because I threw it to her and it hit her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, well, that's why she's moody. She went, yeah, but I didn't mean to. And she just ran off. So I just carried on playing with the hula hoop. I'm a bit like, did you throw it in Lizzie's face? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, you know, I was, I was a bit team, I was a bit team Lizzie here. <laughs> uh, but then, but then I walked round to the shop, right? <laughs> And it's so, um, it's classic, you know, like kids, kids just don't get kind of socially awkward or socially, you know, or, or just realize the etiquette of being out in public yeah. to people. So we're walking and she goes, uh, daddy, let's, let's spot stuff that's white. And I said, okay. And she's like, white car. And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, white road sign. So then I'm like, white van. And we're going at it, left, right, and center. White car, white van. Anyway, we get to Tesco. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking there, game over. We're, we're inside the shop. Down, down the aisle, she goes, daddy, white hair. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He's going a bit grey, right? <laughs> and, oh, poor guy. He looked younger than me. Yeah. What if he was struggling and, to come to terms with turning into the grey wolf? Like, I've started to get a couple so, of greys, and, and I don't know what to do. Do I embrace the grey? But if someone, if someone, a five-year-old came up to me and was like, white hair, <laughs> I'd be yeah. so, so she went... So I think he was looking at soups or something. Yeah, because um, he's dead old. And she went, she went white hair, right? And I think he went straight to the just for men aisle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I kind, I kind of looked at him for kind of like, uh, you know, 
what, kids. What are, these bloody, what are these bloody kids like, eh? Yeah. And he was kind of just like dead, like gutted. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> and then uh, I was say, I was like trying to say to Isla, like, Isla, like you're not really. But she was too busy going, why marshmallows? <laughs> 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 like nothing. And then, um, yeah, so moving on from there, uh, and I'm sure loads of people listening to this podcast would have watched it, uh, but I am massively into Bridgerton. How are you? Uh, have you have you watched it? Not watched it yet. No, I was actually going to say we could, we've not really talked about what we're what we're watching at the minute. I was going to say we could whack it in. I think someone. Um, well, it was funny. I put it out on my Instagram saying, "Has anyone got any questions uh, for the podcast?" on my Insta story. I've probably left it a bit too late, to be fair. But the only questions that came back were like, one asking us to discuss behaviour management, to which I was, uh, well, did you punch him a little bit? That That's it. <laughs> that's all we've got in our lockers. One on, um, I'm doing my PGCE. Any helpful tips? Run! <laughs> Run! No. And then the other one was, do you think Carol Baskin really killed her husband? <laughs> Which, in in January, literally a year after it's been released, we were talking about that at the beginning of lockdown, lockdown one. Yeah, go so back and whatever. <laughs> it's like, um, we've moved on a little, you know, that was lockdown one, bans, lockdown 3.0 now. You've got you to gotta update the uh, the listening, the, the watching, what you're viewing. So go on, Bridgerton. Yeah, so so um, now I don't know if I think if if you're a kind of diehard to Mr. P's listener, you'll know that I've got a pretty weird um, taste in music. Like I literally like all sorts, and and it's the same with TV shows. Like I'm sure I've touched upon it before. You know, I was a massive, massive fan of Desperate Housewives. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of Gossip Girl. I was a big, uh, I was, you know, I had the Sex in the City box set and I know that they're bringing that back, but without right. Samantha, all right, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. And people always go like, obviously, um, they wouldn't have me down, you know, sportsmen and, or ex-sportsmen and, <laughs> no, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, you've not, you've not played sport in years. Hey, listen, listen, I've got, a, I've got a net in my back garden. You should see the volleys I'm hitting. Um, but yeah, so people always say like, oh, it's really weird. I remember when Kim was like, is that Sex in the City box at yours? And I was like, yeah, it is. Because one, I enjoy the show. And two, it teaches you. You know, when I was like 18 watching Sex in the City, it gave me an insight into the female psyche. It gave me what I needed to do right, what I needed to do wrong. And I did it's, all of the stuff wrong anyway. Yeah, it but, certainly worked. Do you remember the story of the boat? <laughs> the yacht? <laughs> yeah. Was that straight yeah, after being on Sex in the City? To just lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, going back to Bridgerton, um, I heard about it and, and, and you know, I watched the trailer for it and I was a bit like, oh, this, this seems like Downton Abbey meets Gossip Girl. And right. randomly enough, that is literally what I said to Kim. I said... It's supposed to be like Downton Abbey meets Gossip Girl. Now, I'm not a Downton fan, um, but I'm a Gossip Girl fan. And uh, and then I read a review for Bridgerton, and it said, the review person said, 
Downton meets Gossip Girl, and I was a bit like, you know, like, do you know, like when you, um, you know, Wait, like when you still did this, yeah but, like, yeah, but who told you that? Who told you it's like Gossip Girl v? No, I, I said that after watching the trailer. Oh, right, okay. I was gonna say, so, it might have been that someone's read that review and then <laughs> spoken to you, and then you've gone. No, but, how much of a classic thing is this, right? So we were watching Bridgerton last night, and I won't give any spoilers away, but imagine someone says something like, I just don't know what I'm... Or, or I'll tell you what I want. And then I sat there going, I want you, right? And then the guy goes, I want you. Yeah. And I sit there, reclined like a slob, <laughs> going... I could have wrote this. <laughs> how, how many times do you say that? Or like you're watching a footy game and you yeah, go, yeah. he should have passed it wide. And then the commentator goes, he should have gone wide there. And you go, I should have commentated on this match. Yeah. I love that. There's no better feeling as a football fan than when you do a shout like that. When you when you say like, I think I did it recently and it was like, Pop was free on the right-hand side. And then, like, Jamie Carragher goes, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame Pogba was out on the right. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm amazing. Yeah, it is. It, I love that. Not so much with films and TV shows, because some of them are quite predictable, aren't they? It's like... Um, yeah. We've been binging Cobra Kai. I know you recommended oh. that uh, yeah. recently. So I've been watching it with the kids so as well. Good. And it's, it's rare you so, can so find good. something that... Because the kids are at a pretty awkward age now where you can't really watch anything too sweary, explicit, anything like that. But then they're not really engaging with kids' stuff. They're at that weird in-between stage. Cobra Kai was sort of perfect. Um, oh, you know, there was the odd, the odd swear word. The violence is cartoonish in a lot of ways. But we've just been absolutely binging like there's no tomorrow. And... Oh, uh, Kai. Yeah, it's quality. It's so nostalgic, going, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. But going back to Bridgerton, right? Now, and I swear there'll be so many people who are listening to this who've already who've already um uh binged it. And 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 unbelievable is that you know, I was speaking to someone in work about it today, and and every kind of female just has the same reaction. It's like Oh my God, he is just dreamy. And I'm like, yeah, but what about Bridgen? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and th- to be fair, the guy in it, I mean, I can, I'm that comfortable in my own skin that I can recognize a devastating man and appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? We do it. We, we you know, you, you look at Beckham and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'd go there. <laughs> but the guy, the guy in Bridgen, you know, I take my hat off to him. Uh, I take everything else off for him as no, well. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you take your pants off for the lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, unbelievably, uh, Kim was like the main girl is Sally Webster's daughter. As in now from Corrie. As in Corrie. And then when you watch it, oh my god! There's times where I'm like, ooh, I like a bit of Lady Bridgerton. <laughs> But then there's times where I'm like, eh, it's Sally Webster. Do you know what I mean? You just need and, Gavin and Webster the, to appear. I was, I was laughing. Sorry. I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing with Kim. Because I was saying like, 
Sally Webster has had to tongue Kevin Webster for like 20 years. And then a daughter has got this absolute devastator, the Duke of Hastings. And she's getting to tash on with him. Yeah. Unreal. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Don't do it to Miss Sally. Um, yeah, so it was funny because we were watching it and Kim was like, you'd hate to live in the, this kind of time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I know, yeah. I would just be bored. Like, it takes four days by horse and carriage to, like, go to a shop. And um, she said, it's weird, isn't it? They just, like, they just dress up and then go for, like, walks around a park. And I was like, yeah, it's just, like, us now, but not <laughs> dressed up. Yeah. Like, that's literally all we can do. It's um, mad, isn't it? But there was... There was a bit, and this is funny, because like I said, people watching it will appreciate the Duke of Hastings. <laughs> Even I appreciate the Duke of Hastings, right? Yeah. But I don't know if you know, but Cadbury's have released um, like Mini Eggs chocolate bars. Oh, have yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like Mini Eggs mixed with the chocolate in a bar. Right. And and I bought Kim a bar of it because she loves mini eggs. And obviously, chivalry is not dead in our household. <laughs> and um, so we're watching Bridgerton, and I go to the fridge, and I get her some of the mini eggs chocolate, <laughs> right? The old double Hastings and mini eggs chocolate. Right. So there's a scene where Hastings takes his top off, right? Oh, now, right. at the same time, Kim is taking her first bite of this mini eggs chocolate. So as Hastings takes his top off, Kim takes a bite of the chocolate and at the exact same time, lets out this kind of like, mmm. <laughs> and I sat there and I was like, all right, <laughs> I've been You're with right. you nearly 10 years and I've <laughs> never, I've never been able to get that sound out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, was that the chocolate? Or was that the Duke? <laughs> the Duke. And she was like, bit of both. <laughs> and I was like, fair dues. You know, I need to I need to calm myself down as well. I know. Um, I've not watched it yet. We've been um uh, honestly been Claire will Claire will love it. Yeah, we've been binging uh what did we watch? We've been watching Vikings. Have you ever watched that? Oh no, but I want to. I tell you what, if you if if anyone's listening and you're into like Game of Thrones, you like I mean, in some ways I quite prefer it over Game of Thrones because I feel like the storyline moves quite quickly. You know, like with with Game of Thrones, some of the episodes just sort of dragged on and and you know, it takes three episodes for them to get somewhere. Whereas within Vikings, every episode Something pretty big happened. So we're like, we've just finished the second series of that and there's like six series to get through. So that's keeping us entertained. And then we watched, um, oh, what was the other one? The Serpent. Have you watched that? About the serial killer in Thailand. Uh, no. That's quality as well. Uh, the woman in that's, yeah, she's nice. I can't remember her name, but she's, she's these. So yeah, they're your recommendations, guys. If you want... A bit of Duke, go to Bridgerton. Um, or if you want some historic... I don't, I don't think it's very historically accurate, but some good blood, gore and violence, head to 
Amazon Prime, watch um, watch Vikings. So, now, before, be, before we go into um, like some of the amazing features we've got ready, um, I think we just need to take, take a minute to discuss something. Now, I'm pretty sure that if you are listening to this, um, I'm hoping that you're not one of these, but you could easily be one of these. Yeah. Um, and that is an emb- an embarrassing parent on Facebook, right? <laughs> let's, I think I know where this let, is. Let's, let's be real. Now, yeah. let's bring, let's bring, <laughs> I'd like to call our mother to the stand. <laughs> um, Witness, she, accused. She is, she is an absolute queen, isn't she? Yeah. She is the glue, the glue that keeps <laughs> us all together. She's the Prit stick. She is the PVA. She is a prit stick, but sometimes she loses a lid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, our mum on Facebook is, is sometimes she's, you know, she, she loves Facebook to see videos and pictures of the grandchildren to see kind of what we're up to, especially in like the current climate. It's really nice when like yeah. I put a video up of my little boy laughing his head off and she just absolutely loves it. Um, but then there are times where you witness things on social media that your, your mom or, or dad or whoever may have done. And it, and it is painfully embarrassing. I know that our it's, other brother, one more strike from being blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think our other brother, uh, the other other Mister P, um, calm down, ladies. <laughs> I think um, I think he has blocked her. <laughs> I think because he he doesn't he doesn't see half the stuff that we see. No. Now, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a Facebook O from my mum to or from start our mum, should with. I say, to to start us off with now. This is so funny because I knew it was an O, but my mum had no idea. She had absolutely no idea. So my mum shared something oh, and tagged my dad in it with, oh, sorry, I keep saying my R. I keep, so our mum shared something and tagged our dad in it, yeah. followed by loads of love hearts. And she thought that she had... Um, yeah, you know, shared something very meaningful and sentimental, but it said, sometimes you meet someone and you know from the first moment that you want to spend your whole life without them. <laughs> <laughs> now, I saw this and was like, is she trying to be funny? But yeah. then not really, because you'd, you'd think like cry laugh faces would follow, but she went all lovey-dovey. And when I sent it, to the group and said, mum, she thought, oh my God, I didn't even read it all. And that, that right there is, is the problem, isn't it? It yeah. is the problem. It may well be a sweeping generalisation, but I do, do certainly think the boomer generation, the baby boomer generation, which includes our parents, are the worst culprits on Facebook for falling for all the BS. We're talking quizzes, uh, you know, find out which bloody flower you are and give away all your 
details so you can be spammed by adverts. It's, you know, uh, just sharing clickbait articles that the Daily Mail just published for free. I know my, our parents aren't big on the Daily Mail, but, you know, you see it all the time. You know, eat a piece of bacon and you're going to die. And it's like, you're not. And people are sharing, just tagging the family in like, you know, that's what mum loves doing, just calling out our ailments by sharing a Daily Mail article. That's false. So if there's anything to do with eczema, I'll get tagged in it. Anything to do with diabetes, you'll get you'll get the tag. <laughs> the other other Mr. P gets away with it, Scott Free, because he's not got any conditions. Yeah. He's if well low down on the vaccine list. Yeah, if it's asthma, he's it's well low down. <laughs> what are you on the list? Ten. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's funny, isn't it? Because like you see stuff and it's like, oh my God, like why, why are you sharing that? And it's not even just that. It's like, it's like sharing like minion memes. It's like, come on, we've moved on from minions many, <laughs> many moons ago. It's like what I always say with driving. I think when you get to a certain age, because I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but some old people, again, I'm not saying, but there's a lot of old, and we're talking old, old, we're talking like 80 plus, they're still out on the roads and they are dangerous. They are dangerous on the roads. <laughs> and um, I've always said, like, when you get to a certain age where, you know, you're starting to, you know, your eyes might be affected a little bit, you should have to retake your test to s- see if you're still competent to, to drive you on the sound- road. You sound old now. Well, no, I'm thinking with the likes of Facebook and social media, they should like that generation. If you're over 60 now, you've got to sit a test, just a simple test of like, do I share this? Do I don't share? (laughs) Do I not share this? And it could be like minion post or, um, you know, (laughs) picture of your grandchild. Share the picture of your grandchild. (laughs) Quiz on what type of kitchen utensil you are. Or watch the trailer for the next Star Wars film. Watch the trailer for the next Star Wars film, you know. Yeah. To be fair, you are right. It's funny, isn't it? Because you <laughs> see it all the time on social media. Like, eat a piece of bacon and you're going to die. And I think, Jesus, if that's true, I've had like a million cat lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the equivalent of a million cats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm moving on because... You're having a bad day, right? Say it's it's the old hump day. Yeah. Uh, the old Wednesday where it's like, oh my God, come on. Come on, let's get there. You're clawing. I was clawing <laughs> to the end of the Wednesday. And I went on social media to try and brighten myself up. And it may be seeing some stuff from friends, family, the podcast group. But no. What came up on my Facebook was a a kind of post that said, if your vagina or penis was named after the last TV show or movie you watched, what would it be called? <laughs> I thought this is this is quite a funny post. I wouldn't mind reading the comments on this post. <laughs> but then it came up, our mother. <laughs> Designated survivor, cry laugh, cry laugh, cry laugh. 
Now, I, I just can't be dealing with that. So you no. know this. I, I screenshotted it and put it yeah. into our family WhatsApp yeah. and put FFS mum. <laughs> because I don't, I don't know if anyone else, I, I put this on to Mr. P's Insta. How many times have you typed FFS <laughs> in the past like three weeks? It is crazy. In the past I have, three I've weeks? I've never said. In the past three weeks dealing with mum on Facebook. <laughs> Just that. Yeah, it's just it's that it's like the slap on the face emoji and yeah. FFS. <laughs> FFS. So then so then in response to this, um she then said, Well, just be happy that I didn't put the actual last thing that I watched. Oh, and we God. responded with, Why? Yeah. And she said, because it would have been death in paradise. <laughs> and at that point. It, I was on the cusp of deleting mum on Facebook, blocking her mobile phone number as well. Changing my name by deed, Paul. Moving away. I mean, I, I mean I'm clearly, clearly only joking. I adore my mum. I love her to pieces. But I don't need, I don't need to know nicknames of that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just for podcast fun, um, what would your thing be called if it was named well, just after be- the last thing Just before watched. we go to that, like I, I had to drop something round at mum and dad's on Sunday and it was before we went on a bit of a walk. So we went round and like we saw them from the gate and they weren't there. The car was there, but they weren't there. So we're like, are they not, where, where are they? We're knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And anyway, dad comes down in his dressing gown. So it was like midday and they were just still in bed. Dad comes down, he's dressed, and this is like the day after all that shenanigans about death in paradise and designated survivor. And then my mum comes down and <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> You've been asleep, have you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've just been watching a bit of telly. And then it, dad was like, yeah, I've just been catching up on death in paradise. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go. <laughs> I need to get out of here. But no, the last... Uh, well, we, we watched the first episode of Night Stalker last night, so it could be called that Night Stalker. Or maybe The Serpent. The Serpent would be good, wouldn't it? That's the name that of my little Chipolata, The Serpent. I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a lot of people could guess what my uh, my little captain would be, up there, would be called. Yeah. And yes, you're right. It's called Tipping Point with Ben Shepard. <laughs> I thought it was going to be called Hey Dougie. (laughs) (laughs) A wolf. (laughs) Um, Great stuff. Yeah, super. Right. So we're going to get into some features, but first, let's get a word from this week's sponsor. We are once again proud to be sponsored by Too Simple this week, and they want us to mention their fantastic Striver 
software. Striver by Too Simple has been created with a sole purpose to improve primary age pupils' long-term physical and mental well-being. Striver does that by ensuring children of all abilities feel motivated and engaged and teachers of all experience levels feel confident and in control. Included in the platform is over 400 PE lessons supported by six well-being units all housed in a clever website that makes planning and assessment a breeze. Striver makes PE accessible to teachers from all backgrounds simple lesson plans including images diagrams and videos to guide instructors every step of the way yoga mindfulness and dance are a great way to promote positive well-being you don't need any specialist training to deliver impactful well-being sessions with striver and they can be done indoors without any fancy equipment we're giving schools free access to all our yoga and mindfulness resources plus selected dance units from striver throughout this period head over to two simple.com forward slash two mr p's to download your copy and find out more about why striver has been made to empower all primary school teachers to deliver high quality pe lessons across the curriculum so that's two the number two simple.com forward slash the number two mrps Right, guys, so just before we do go into uh, some features, we just want to give you a little update because I know it's been a while since we've heard from Nana Maureen. We just want to let you know that she's doing okay. She's uh, she's soldiering on. Um, she has had her first vaccine. Uh, the second one's been rearranged, hasn't it? Or she was supposed to get it. Yeah, it's, it's been, been pushed back, hasn't it? Pushed but, back, um... but we just can't work out our best to get her on, so... Because we can't go round and record her on our phones and she, getting her on Zoom would be an absolute nightmare. We just can't work out how to uh, how to get a recording of a little chat with her. So leave it with us and I'm sure we'll work something out over the next week or so. Um, right, so first feature, uh, I'm not going to rant, but I think it's time we, uh, we have a COVID idiot, first COVID idiot we've had for a while. So let's play the jingle. Right, okay, so I wonder if Adam can guess who's going to be my nomination for COVID idiot this week. Um, it's difficult. It's, it's like there's an endless, an endless fountain of fools. <laughs> there is. Um, I mean, is it is it a, is it a um, is it a, um, a a previous offender? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is he American? No. Hmm. To be honest, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and uh, all the stuff that's been going on in America, I've not really been able to engage and read and and I've I've seen bits and bobs. But uh, I've just been with everything else going on. I've been so busy. I've not given it much time. But go on. You're COVID idiot though this week. Yeah, because we're doing it weekly. It can be summer, summer that's current. It happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, it did happen yesterday. Yeah, he said it yesterday, and I was just like, "Oh my god, you absolute tube." Nah, I don't know. I'm a bit nowhere. No, oh, it's our good mate Gavilar once again. Aha. Yeah. Do you know what? I was going to go for him, but then um, 
but then I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'd, he'd be odds on each week. Just just throw in throw his name in the hat. You know what I mean? He's even Stevens if you're going to put a bet on him because it seems every time he moves his mouth, he just shows his utter incompetence yet again. Um, so we're all doing the remote learning, aren't we? We're all you know trying to get our heads round how to support the vulnerable key worker children in class. Well, we know how to do that because that's what we normally do. But do all the online learning, remote learning for the ch- majority of children at home. And um, the DFE and Ofsted have published some guidance on what works well in remote teaching. And one of the points, it starts off with these myths that they need to bust. And one of the myths is that live teaching, live lessons are the best way to do remote teaching. And they basically go on to say, well, actually, it's not necessarily the best because it depends on the circumstances of uh, the families and the children and, you know, sometimes pre-recorded. And ultimately, when it comes down to it, no one really knows the answer, do they? There's no one who can stand up and go, this is definitely the best way to do it. And we've talked about this with the different platforms that you can use, whether it's Seesaw, Microsoft Teams, Google Classroom. So schools are going to do things differently. I put it on my Insta story, uh, you know, what are you expected to do as far as live lessons? And honestly, the variety of expectations is huge. And the point in the DFE was sort of saying, look, pre-recorded lessons can be just as good as live lessons. Because, you know, if you're thinking about it, you could have a family where there's, you know, three kids, one device, and how are the children supposed to access live lessons in that situation? So, you know, schools have to work around that, which they're doing. And then yesterday, I don't know if it was in Parliament, but he stood up somewhere and he basically came out and said, live lessons are the best thing to do. Schools should be trying to do as many live lessons as possible. And it's like, hang on a minute, Gavin. I'm on Gav, Gav, <laughs> behave here, sunshine. You've just got your Department for Education alongside Ofsted to publish guidance that completely disagrees with what's coming out of your backside, uh, sorry, mouth. And he's telling everyone, no, live lessons should be the best thing to do. And do you know what? The only thing I could think, the only thing I could think was... A, it wouldn't surprise me if in a couple of days it turns out that Gavin's best mate is Johnny Zoom. <laughs> right. You know, like his best mate has loads of shares and stocks in Zoom. So he's there going, yeah, live lessons, because it means his best mate can just make loads of money from people, you know, like his his cousins, Terry Teams. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Microsoft, you know, yeah. like uh, Terry Tibbs from Face Face Jacker. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I want you to meet my cousin, Terry Teams. And he like runs Microsoft in the UK. It honestly wouldn't surprise, but just the... Microsoft <laughs> Teams, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Teams, talk to me. So, um, so Gavin, Gavin, you can get every child on a team, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it's just another example of how teachers are trying their best in circumstances where the leadership is absolutely dire. And, um, you know, I wish they'd just come out and just go, right, teachers, schools know what they're doing. We've, 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 put, this, we've put this sort of like guidance out to make sure it fits in with whatever works best. Off you go. Yeah, you're getting on one hand the DfE Ofsted saying, uh, well, actually, it depends on the circumstances. Some live teaching can be good, some pre-recorded. And Gavin's coming out going, no, 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 it's got to be live teaching. And I don't necessarily think live teaching is necessarily the best the best way. Um, that's not me saying that you, you shouldn't do it, but 
you know, I do feel, I, do, I just think with, with my personal view on it is we should not be aiming to recreate the school day because it's not, you're never going to be able to do that. I've said this from the first lockdown, we've got to see this for what it is, which is remote distant learning. And yes, children can still learn. And yes, children can still make progress. But the schools who are trying to replicate the school day and they're expecting teachers to be in class and do the vulnerable key worker teach them, while at the same time either pre-recording at lessons or doing live lessons, you know, you've got to think of the, the workload for teachers and, and, and ensuring that's manageable. Because if you've got teachers on a screen from six o'clock in the morning till past midnight at night, you know, they're not going to be any use to anyone the next day, whether they're doing remote teaching or whether they're doing it in class. So, you know, I think it's important that we make it manageable for school staff. And uh, if you're getting guidance, that's just completely contradicting what you're doing. It's only going to lead to even more confusion. You know, the fact that I'm getting messages pretty much every day from teachers who are saying that whenever they do a live lesson, a member of SLT is observing them. I think that's utter rubbish. I mean, it depends on the culture of your school, I suppose. If you've got a culture where, you know, you know that if they drop into a live lesson, it's not that they're judging you, they're just wanting to see the kids. I think it's the culture side. But honestly, the the, less, the messages I've got from teachers who are petrified because they're being told they're going to be observed on these live lessons. And I put something out because this is going to bring on to the next. Well, it's not a feature. We've not made it into a feature, but I put on socials uh on instagram and facebook you know what's the funniest thing a kid has said to you while you're doing a live lesson so why are you doing a live lesson and you might ask the children oh so does anyone know the answer to that and i think this is funny the complete contrast between primary and secondary because i reckon at primary all the kids will have the cameras on they'll all want to be asking questions but i'm it must be tough for secondary because if you're like 13 14 you do not. <laughs> you do not want to be answering questions on a Zoom. Um, you'd, want it over, you'd want it over as soon as possible, wouldn't you? Yeah, because it's like Callum. Callum like, will be on. Um, I might, might might be dubbing him in here, but Callum will be on his uh, lesson. He's not got his screen on, and he's just there. He's listening to it, but he might be, you know, have a game of FIFA at the same time. If Callum's teacher listening, that is a purely fictional story. Uh, <laughs> get him in lumber but yeah we've, we've uh, you must have seen that video doing the rounds of the uh, class in America where they're all listening in and then the kid's mum is naked in the background and the teacher yeah, yeah yeah oh that's hilarious so here are a few of, of the random comments that have come from a live lesson and again if you've got an example that you think's worthy of featuring on the pod then uh, share it at uh, the website so one kid had a nosebleed on a call, so I had to shout for his mum, <laughs> which I thought was great. Like, what can you do in that situation when you're seeing a kid just <laughs> bleeding? What you'd, do, what you'd have to do in that situation is just go closer to your mic so you're louder when you're <laughs> shouting the mum. <laughs> Get a wet paper towel on it. Another one didn't quite hang up, and I heard overheard him say, Oh, thank goodness that's over. I really need a poo. <laughs> <laughs> One teacher. Um, so does anyone have any questions? And a child said, um, yeah. Who picks up guide dog's poo? <laughs> I 
I didn't know the answer. <laughs> that is a hell of a question. I mean, I was that to do with the lesson? I mean, what lesson were they doing there? But I, they I really was, yeah, it has nothing that is... to do with the lesson. That's just one of those random questions that gets thrown out. That a child's probably not listened to you for the whole lesson, just been pondering it in the reds and just been like, oh, I need to I need to find the answer here. To be fair, I'm not going to listen to you for the rest of this app because I'm wondering. Yeah. Right. One chi- When one child in the other year two class was summarising a story in brackets, but taking a very long time, another child unmuted and said, oh, for God's sake, just get on with it. <laughs> um, another one. Nice, nice, quick little comment here. My goldfish drowned. Uh, I don't know I. How you respond to that? Um, do I have to do the work? Is one question. And another one. Uh, what time is home time from a child at home? <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's, there's loads of examples of kids who ask permission to go to the toilet. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, that, that's just good. That's just good manners. That that's good etiquette. Good etiquette. But you're at yeah. out, you're at home. My daughter. You know, but saying, but saying that though, if you're if you're on a Zoom, if you're on a Zoom, like say a teacher, uh, sorry, a student on a Zoom, and you just kind of went and just stood up and just got off, the <laughs> teacher would be a bit like rude. Yeah, like, where what, are you going? What you do is you just you, knock you, your camera off. Knock your camera off. Go and do your business. Come back. But True. then in the next the next example is my daughter said someone in her class apologised for being late by saying "Soz miss, I was having a poo." <laughs> right, last couple. Yeah, but I think I feel like people people would be pulling fast ones all yeah all uh, all over the place, and I'm not I don't, that doesn't mean a quick a quick number two. You know, yeah. they'd be pulling fast ones. They'd be they'd be pretending they had the the trots and there'd be nothing wrong with him. Like you said, they'd, they'd, they'd be downstairs on just dance. <laughs> um, year two child, miss, what's this on my foot? Me. I don't know. Ask your mum after story time. Child, just have a look. What do you think it is? Me. I really don't know. Put your sock back on and ask your mum after story time. I then start story time. Noticing two feet slowly appearing in the child's camera. <laughs> And I'm a favourite. Uh, miss, have we missed break time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I mean... The thing is, I always say this, it's like... It, it, there's, no, there's no winner in, in, in this whole situation <laughs> apart from... Apart from... Very team. teams. Very <laughs> teams, yeah. Because... You know, I feel so, so sorry for the kids. I genuinely do. Yeah. And then I feel so, so sorry for, you know, the, the, the teachers and the school staff because it's, nobody wants it. No. It's, it's and, and, and it's so much, it is so much like work. It, it's more, it's just more kind of work. And it's like, come on, like yeah. just, we just need, I feel like everyone just needs to, to join me in this, Hands together, eyes closed, guys. <laughs> Dear right. Lord, please, please end. <laughs> please end it. Let's make a prediction now as to when you think schools are going to be back in. 
because this is a question that everyone's asking. Like the, Boris came out and said, at least February half term. Are you? Is is your school making preparations that it's going to be longer than that? Do you think it's? I, going to I, be I longer don't. Than? I don't know. To be honest, I have to say, I, I, I think it's it's kind of a risky biscuit, isn't it? It's like any any school. I, I genuinely don't know about my school. I'm being honest there, but any school with the right mind, it. it you know, you need contingency plans coming out your a-holes with this yeah. government, don't you? Yeah. It's like, right, well, pack A is if is if schools return. Pack B is if schools stay closed. <laughs> pack C is if we get a you know, we get a, a large portion of giraffes delivered. <laughs> pack D, you know, it needs to you need every every, every possible. Yeah, every reasonable possible, you know, chance of anything because you just don't know. I, I can't. I can't see. I can't see us being back February half term. I just think with everything like the infection rate still being so much, the amount of test positive tests. The I think we're going to struggle to get back for February half term. But I think after February half term, what it might be is that certain. Uh, parts of the country a bit like the tier system will have the kids back so depending on where you live and what the infection rate's like i think that's when they'll either carry on which you know again is going to have to be considered when it comes to things like sats going i know sats have been scrapped this year but it's then going to have a bit of a knock-on effect to next year as well so you know if you're in an area and you stay remote learning to easter yet there's a school that goes back february half term. that half term is going to make a, a lot of difference so yeah, so again, I mean, it's 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 tough. We said last week, there's tired, then there's teacher tired. So I thought we'd jump back in and I can share some more examples of teacher tired. Now this, I, I feel there's definitely a feature in this. So we're going to have to get our thinking caps on for a, uh, a jingle. Or we again, we can put the challenge out to our listeners after your, uh, after your joke jingle. Which turns out to be the best jingle we've had. Um, yeah, that's a that's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? <laughs> when a random listener sends a jingle in and it's, and it's taken the award for best jingle, especially when I'm they were like, for it out there. "I'd do it. I'd do a Kanye West if if she if she got presented with best jingle, I'd be up there going, <laughs> but oh, what I know is one of the best jingles of all time." <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the way within the message come through, like. Oh yeah, me and the girls just threw this together in a couple of minutes. You don't have to use it. And we were like, this is amazing. <laughs> Whereas we're there for like an hour. I think it was just one, I think it was just one woman. Was it? it was like one woman. Yeah, one woman was like, oh, you know, it's like one of them things where you say to someone like, Oh, I like your dress. And it's like, oh, this old thing. Yeah. It was like she was just like, oh, just just threw this together. Like <laughs> it sounds like Pharrell produced it. Anyway, right, so we'll try. I mean, it's going to be, I don't know if we could actually record a new jingle given the circumstances, so we might have to just wait. But, yeah, a couple of teacher-tired stories. Are you ready? So walking into, it, walking into school on a winter's day wearing earmuffs, my form lined up, politely waiting outside. When I walked past one child, uh, sorry, when I walked past, one child said, Miss, I like your earmuffs. Thank you, I replied. They keep my ears warm. They all started laughing. Couldn't see why. 
Then I realised what I actually said was, thank you, they keep my muff warm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was, was, when I first said it and it was like, um, thank you, they keep my ears warm. I thought they were all laughing at the fact she'd stated the bloody obvious. But then (laughs) the fact that is, oh yeah, they keep my muff warm. Uh, Imagine, imagine hearing that as a kid. You'd absolutely no, dreams of it. Right. Before you carry on, there, there was one. I wanted to just throw this one out there because there was one posted on the Facebook group today, which I thought um, deserved a little bit of a shout out. Go on. I do need to try and try and locate. Um, it was a woman who's something very similar. Yeah, here we go. Um, so this morning, writing in the chat, describing colours. I meant to write Snow White. <laughs> what I actually wrote was Snow Shite. <laughs> A few frantic typing from me to move it off the screen. Yeah. Typically, this was the first day we decided to record our lessons, and that's what's on the transcript. <laughs> I love that. Um. What about this one? Drove to the childminders, let myself in and stood chatting to her for five minutes before she said to me, you know, your son isn't with me on a Friday night. (laughs) I'd driven 10 minutes out the way when my son was already home with my (laughs) mum. Oh my God. That is a shocker. (laughs) What about this one? (laughs) I mean, it says not teacher tired, but. You must be. Not teacher tired, but sat down at my desk once and realised the bag I had just put down was my bathroom rubbish that I'd meant to put in the wheelie bin on the way to the car, complete with uh, lady things in. Thank goodness my teacher noticed before the kids did. (laughs) Bathroom bins are grim as well. Like dirty, (laughs) sticky bottles, (laughs) dirty, sticky tubes. Obviously... (laughs) Other stuff, yeah. Grim, grim. Right, this one. Um, bit of language, so just warning you. A student was really angry and moaning about another teacher. I was really tired and not really listening, and the student said that the teacher's a wanker, and I went, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're half listening? I do this all the time. Uh you know what, like, if, if Claire's speaking to me and I'm on my phone and then she'll say, like, what have I just said? And I'll go, oh, crap, I don't actually know. That's what she's just done yeah. there, just sort of going, oh, yeah. Um, then I realised... What... Go on. Sorry, I was going to say, I do that all the time. And, and you're like, you know, you kind of just like... There's a go-to response, just like, my go-to, if someone's talking to me and I'm not really invested yeah. in what they're saying, my go-to is just like, <laughs> no way. or or it's just like (laughs) yeah like that like it's like a it's like a pre-recorded thing with me i can do it honestly on a course (laughs) yeah i'm just trying to think (laughs) if there's anything i could say that would make that look really bad you know like if no but then but then there was one where it's like uh because it's a little bit of a laugh before no way (laughs) i actually had it before where um it was a co-worker, it was a few years ago now, came into work and I was not paying attention at all. And uh, 
she said about a cat getting run over, and I went, <laughs> no way. <laughs> she was a bit like, yes way. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, back to this one. So then I realised what they'd actually said and had to chastise them. But I lived in fear for the whole term that the student was going to tell you the teacher and say, Miss thinks you're a wanker as well. Um, right. Search. I've done this one as well. I, there's so many. This is a bit like a game of I've never... Search my classroom for my phone, telling my partner I'll be setting off for home as soon as I find my phone to hear the reply. You're talking to me on it. <laughs> oh no, it's that is it's horrendous that in it. I mean, how many how many examples? Anyone listening to this? How many examples? The best one I had right was a co-worker walked from one building, right? <laughs> right through my building. And I said, what are you doing, miss? And she looked at me and went, I'm looking for my glasses. Now, you know what's coming, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say. I saw them there on the top of her head. <laughs> and I thought, I ain't telling you, right? <laughs> you got to work so, this one out for yourself. So she went the whole way around the school <laughs> and then came back to me with holding her glasses and was kind of like on my head <laughs> and you couldn't tell me you couldn't tell me I was like <laughs> no way <laughs> <laughs> and and that one one more to finish I've been on my way home on a bus and when I've got off at my stop I told the driver night love you <laughs> 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 oh brilliant brilliant um, going for a while. yeah so again if you've got a story if you've got a teacher tied story something you've done when you're running on, on empty let us know head to the website to mrpspodcast.com share your stories there right before we get into a few more listener stories i do believe that the other mr p has a life lesson so let's play the jingle Lessons of my life you can't take home The other Mr. P will always order large Not medium Right, so it's been it's been a long, long time uh, since I have, 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 have blessed you with some of life's crucial lessons and let's have a whistle-stop tour shall we, uh, for anyone new who listens. So recap. The life lessons that I've taught you so far are things like never order medium when you go to McDonald's or KFC or any fast food joint. It's like 20p extra to go large. Just go large, you get a bigger large. drink, bigger chips. Um, the other one was always have ice in your house. <laughs> now, now it's been a while since I've said these. I'm kind of starting to think that they're not great life lessons. Um what was the other one? Oh yeah, whenever you can recline, put yeah. your feet up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, always buy grated cheese. Dishmatic. You what? Want the dishmatic? Oh yeah, one? yeah. 
Yeah, Dishmatic, that like little tube with the sponge on the end that you fill with washing up liquid. I still get, I still get goosebumps thinking about the Dishmatic. <laughs> um, so my uh, my life lesson this week is this, and I did a similar one, lockdown one, but this is a slightly different. Lockdown one, I said, don't bother ironing. Do you remember when I said that? Yeah, yeah. Don't bother ironing. Now, it's very similar, and it's this. The other Mr. P's life lesson this week is this. Get yourself a nice, comfy pair of joggers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just wear them all the time at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's my go-to life lesson is when, when I see someone, say on social media, and they're in their house during lockdown in jeans. Ah. Uh, yeah. It makes I'm, I'm, me... It makes me physically angry. Yeah. I'm like, you are kidding yourself if you're telling me you're comfy in them. Yeah. I, you will never, and I mean never, catch <laughs> <laughs> me. I wear joggers or jogger shorts every morning, every noon, every night. Honestly, you um, will not find me in anything else. I'm it's with you. Pure- yeah. I know I'm saying I'm with you on this because I was only saying to Claire the other day, I can't remember the last time I've worn jeans. Like if I'm in work, if I'm in school, I'll obviously have um, chinos usually, which are sort of a cross between jeans. and. I think sometimes chinos are a bit more jogger than jean in comfort. Like they're can, a bit, They are a bit loosey-goosey. I'll let yeah. you have them, yeah. They're not, they're not, I mean, you'd never, if you're lounging about your house, again, you'd never choose to lounge in chinos. But uh, no. you're right on that. Whenever I see people, it's like when you go on a walk. When we're going on a walk at uh, the weekend just to like get some fresh air, the amount of people I see walking around like the meadows and they've got a pair of jeans on. And you're like, why, why would you choose to walk? Unless there's a, a reason to be in jeans. Like the only reason I'd probably be in jeans now is if it's the only thing I can wear to get into like a pub. Like you can't wear, a, you know, joggers to a decent bar. You have to wear jeans. No. That's it. You're not catching me in jeans other than that. Or if, you know, you go in somewhere. I'd never choose jeans. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, what about, virtual what about high five. If, what about if Phil and Holly ask you to stand up tomorrow? What are you going to be saying? <laughs> I'll definitely you're be not wearing gonna have your little. You're not going to have your... Uh, Serpent. You're not going to have your little Cobra Kai out, are you? <laughs> no, but to be fair, I, I, be, I just wear shorts all the time now. I'm one of those yeah. weird guys when no matter what the weather is, I'll have a pair of shorts on now. Like this. Yeah, morning, I always I was one of them kids at primary school. I always, always wore shorts no matter what the weather. We, we had to, we didn't have a choice. The school mind. uniform policy when we were at St. Monica's from Tyrrell was you had to wear shorts. It no, wasn't it was a because choice. I had your I had your hand-me-down pants, <laughs> and they used to be like the incredible Hulk shorts on me. Um <laughs> That is like, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind if if you go to like Asda or Tesco or whatever shop and people are wearing jeans. Because I'm a bit like, you know what? If you've got new clothes and um, and you want to you want to wear them in whatever, I'm okay with that. If you know, because you see you see in like women well dolled up for Asda now, and it's their only place that they can go. <laughs> I'm enjoying my Asda discos. <laughs> And 
You know, I'm bringing back, I'm bringing back, you know, that that thing we talked about last week where we talked about Boris as Scooby-Doo and that, and then you talked about Nigel Farage and then I did that Nigel Farage impression. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring back a little bit of Farage because <laughs> my mates used to rip me because I always wore joggers, like, yeah. and I had loads of joggers and I kind of want to sell them now. <laughs> You're not laughing now, are you? Because every, <laughs> because I'm I'm in a different pair of joggers on the regs while they're kind of you know I've got one mate who's who's trying to get in his skinny jeans. He don't even fit in them anymore because of lockdown. So not laughing now, are you? Oh God! I wonder if like so Levi's Levi's stock value have plummeted through lockdown because no one's buying jeans. What Levi have been overtaken by Donny Joggers, <laughs> Slasinger Sports Direct. Yeah, but um, now nah, it's, it's it's you know I hope if you're sat at home and you're in a pair of jeans, take them off. <laughs> take um, them off. I want to know because like surely, surely if you're a teacher and you're doing remote learning from home, so I know a lot of schools are. You know, there might be a two-form entry school. So, like in our school, the way we're doing it is one teacher will be, you know, in a year group, one teacher will be in with the children, vulnerable key workers for part of the week. Then the other teacher's doing remote teaching from home and then they sort of swap over. Um, if you're a, if you're a teacher doing all the remote learning from home and you're wearing jeans, <laughs> what are you playing at? Why are you making your Have day worse? You. Have a word for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Look yourself in the mirror, wearing those jeans. <laughs> just, just, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. If, if that, if, 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 if I'm speaking to you now, wearing jeans, doing remote learning, you should be ashamed of yourself. Get a pair of shorts on. Get a pair of joggers. Grow up. <laughs> Make Grow your life up. a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah. If you're wearing, if you're wearing jeans, grow up. You know, put your joggers on for God's sake. Or pajama pants, pajama pants, dream stuff, comfort. Yeah, it's just it, it. That's the thing. It's just dream stuff all around. I mean, the thing I love about joggers is you can spill stuff on them, and they can get really tacky, but you just still wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see Mine. the stains. The stains on your joggers just skids me. Yeah, mine have got <laughs> shit. Mine have got everything on them. And I'm still wearing them, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, there you go. There's Adam's life lesson. If you're not wearing G, if you're not wearing joggers, take a long card look at yourself. And I'm 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 with you. Right, let's now go into our next feature and get some cringe. We've not had a cringe for a couple of episodes, so let's play the jingle. What did I say? I want to die. For in my mouth, I want to cry. And that's what's going on. Nothing's fine, it's cringe. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. Embarrassed and ashamed. Lying naked on the floor. Couple of stories here that have been shared. Whilst teaching year one in my NQT year, one of my little lovelies put their hand up and said, why are there a pair of knickers on the carpet? I had sleepily put my trousers on, obviously not joggers, on with yesterday's pants still rolled up inside the leg. Then I'd walk around teaching 
and they made their way out. Absolutely mortified. I had a parent helper with me too. Would you not? Right, here's my thing with this one. Would you not notice a pair of knickers in your pants as you're wearing them? Is that just... Well, this brings me back to the jogger point because <laughs> I, I walked around for nearly a full day and didn't realise that one of one of my son's dummies was in my joggers, <laughs> in one of my jogger legs. And it wasn't until, it wasn't until I went upstairs for a numero do so <laughs> that I saw a dummy in my pants. Obviously, I had to chuck it away. Well, with the all the stains on the joggers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what about this one? Misspelling clock in the worst way in the homework. And sending it out to parents. <laughs> this one made me laugh. I had to jump off the coach on the way home from a residential to throw up on the side of the road after someone did the smelliest fart, which added to my travel sickness. <laughs> oh, Whole coach load of kids clapped and cheered me. Have also thrown up in class after someone was sick. <laughs> Our brother's like that, isn't he? Like, if he sees yeah. someone else being sick, it makes him sick. Imagine that. <laughs> Bobby, you're going to be it. sick? Bobby, go, go, go to the toilet. Go be... And then Bobby just... And then the teacher's like... Oh. <laughs> just like that scene out of Family Guy where they're throwing up everywhere. Um, yeah. A child had to run to get help for me. Head teacher shocked at the amount of sick on, fl on the floor with the children shouted, they did it! <laughs> Between themselves. Um, another cringe spelling mistake. Sent this letter home to parents. During the term, we may ask you to send willies into school in order for children to take part in activities in the wild area. A note will be sent home as soon uh, to, uh, as to when the children will need to bring them in. If your child does not have willies, please send in suitable footwear. <laughs> oh, that is, that is just cringe, isn't it? Because... Once them letters go, yeah. If you if you ever send a letter, if you ever send a letter and and then you realize, I remember right, my, one of my first ever letters, um, and this this was obviously in my old school, yeah. And I I only ever used to send letters out for sport, so I used to work with Jordy PE teacher, and he was a right stickler. Like honestly, I'd, I'd type a letter out, and he'd be there. Like it felt like with a magnifying glass. Kind of every word. <laughs> and anyway, I remember this one time. Geordie PE teacher was nowhere to be found. He had this little like cubby hole that yeah. he used to kind of get ready in in the morning, and it stank of his aftershave. Um, and I couldn't find him, so I just went, "Night, nah, sweet." Sent it out right, and then I'd only gone and put February the Ford. You know, or RD. Yeah. And, and I thought, no one's going to care. No one's going to care. Like, parents were, like, signing it and giving it yeah. back. But it wasn't until a kid handed one of his letters to Jordy PE teacher. And Jordy PE teacher was like, oh, yeah. Didn't even know these had gone out. <laughs> and then he went... Because I, <laughs> I was sat in the class and I could see him like this. Kind of looking around like, oh, yeah. He like didn't know what to do. And then he came to me, he's like, the foot, the foot. 
losing his mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about this one? <laughs> right. Um, wasn't feeling well. So decided to write a question on the board for the kids while they had a sit down. Classic. I do that all the time. You know, if you get like a migraine and you're just like, kids, seriously, you've just got to get, <laughs> just got to get through the afternoon. Uh, yeah. Put a question up on the board for the kids while I had a sit down. Next thing I know, I wake up and wonder why there are lots of children staring at me while I sleep. Turns out I'd passed out, hit my head on a table and knocked myself out cold. <laughs> oh my just, God. I'm just imagining being a kid in that class. Because, I mean, what would you what would you do? You'd be like, is that just... Has that just happened? Is he dead? One of the kids could be heard running down the corridor shouting, teacher down! (laughs) Ambulance was called, was wheeled across the playground to an ambulance on a stretcher in front of most of the school. Took a while to live it down. (laughs) That is like, that is like up there in my ultimate fears is like getting injured in school. And because yeah. I always think about when I'm on the playground and, you know, someone like chips me a ball or whatever. And I'm always like, you know, showing off a little bit. I'm always worried that if I go over on my glass ankle here <laughs> and then I have to kind of like get carried. Because the thing is, it's not going to be an easy job. If you send two paramedics, you're going to have to have like two, two serious gains to, to lift me out of there. Fort and how up. embarrassing would how embarrassing would that be? It'd be like one of them blooper videos where they struggle to like hold the the stretcher and then the guy falls off the stretcher and that'll be me. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. Uh, so again, guys, get your cringe stories in. We absolutely love, love reading them. Right, let's now get, because uh, I did another post on online about, um, you know, weirdest parent complaints. So let's get our jingle for that one and I'll share some of these. Monday morning, jumped out of bed and put on my Ugg boots. I got in the car, I'm ten minutes late to get to the school gate. Sign in reception, my heart's in my hand to ask you a question. Cause I know that you've got nothing to do. Can I be weird and inappropriate now? Say yes. Say yes, I'll try to be fast. It's going to make you squirm and uncomfortable now, but don't worry, because it'll feature on the podcast. Parents can be so rude. Teachers are human too. Rather unusual complaints we've had from from parents. I was once, uh, sorry, I was once asked, hang on. Right, okay, so weirdest complaints we've had from parents. One parent once asked to see the cardigan policy because her daughter in year two kept losing her cardigan and it was clearly the school's fault. Was horrified when I said that we don't actually have a cardigan policy, but we encourage children to take responsibility for their belongings. Do you know what's worrying about that one? I can guarantee there'll be a school who has a cardigan policy. When I was nine, when I was nine months, general, general rules, isn't it? You write, you write your name. You, surely you get told to put your name on your jumpers slash cardigans. Oh, I've had, I've had 
Oh, did you put your name in it? Yeah. With what? Pen. Machine washable pen. Yeah. Right, then that... <laughs> it's going to wash off, isn't it? Um, when I was nine months pregnant, pregnant, several parents complained that I was flouting this fact and I should cover up more. My deputy had agreed and asked me to be more respectful of others' feelings. <laughs> How do you hide the fact that you're nine months into having another child in your stomach. How can you hide it? What do you have to wear to hide it? Like get a sumo suit and walk around the school. Uh, what's going on, miss? Nothing, nothing to see here. Um, right, next one. My son has Down syndrome. When he was about 12 months old, one of my colleagues at the same school had a baby daughter who also had Down syndrome. A group of parents came in to complain about the safety of children in our classes in case they caught it. My, oh my word. God. Jesus. How, 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 how ridiculous can Ignorant. you be? And what worries me is the people who made them complaints will always wear joggers. <laughs> <laughs> right, first year teaching... Had a parent complain that I'd sent home spellings with the wrong spelt word with the words spelt wrong. Bloody hell. Imagine angry parent waving said spelling sheet in your face and jabbing it with a finger in front of other parents and children. Then to get, what's the point of you teaching my child to spell when you can't spell to begin with? Take irate parent to classroom and get out a dictionary. This was way before interactive whiteboards and iPads in the classroom. And look up said word I've spelt wrong. Parent then recoils tongue and laps up venom and admits that actually they'd been spelling autumn wrong their whole life and never knew. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, some of the stuff we have to put up with as teachers. Had a child's parent come into EYFS and take a sample of pupil's toilet water. She was adamant this water was causing her son's autism and was going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got this one as well. Uh, one parent complained that I was breaching a child's human rights by the school kitchen serving him sliced carrots when he was served batons at home. She copied her complaint to the local MP who contacted <laughs> contacted me about the issue. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never heard of batting carrots. Are they, are they not like they're just the little carrots? Well, yeah. well I, I, can t I can take a pretty well-educated guess of what <laughs> batting carrots look like, Lee. But I'm talking like... Obviously, sliced carrots, but that—that's a great segue into yeah. something that, like, something that I learned this week was. Okay. I had I've got a pair of trainers, right? That like pretty new, pretty fresh, uh, and they they got a little stain on them. So I was telling a coworker, I was like, um, "Yeah, you know, I, I'm considering putting them in the wash." Uh, you know, I was a bit nervous about it because I don't want them getting ruined. And she said, you should use some elbow grease, right? Yeah. So I said, yeah. I already have. She went, have you? I said, yeah, I proper scrubbed well hard, yeah. but it's still not come out. 
And she said, no, no, use elbow grease. <laughs> and I said, I have. I've really, really tried. Yeah. And she said, no, you're not getting me. There's a thing called elbow grease that you buy. <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> I went, elbow grease is an actual thing. Yeah. I thought it was just a famous saying, you know, like, you know, put, put, you know, oh, give it some elbow grease. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that elbow grease was a thing? No, I thought it was like, I was with you there. Like, it's just a, fra- a, a phrase to say, like, put some effort into it. In it? Yeah, yeah. nah, you can buy elbow grease. <laughs> How mental is that? And supposedly it works a treat on trainers. Hopefully it? it works the same on joggers. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's the weirdest excuse I've come across so far. Imagine, just just for a second, put yourself in the position of being a teacher, uh, welcoming these parents who are late, and this is the excuse. We were late to collect our child because my wife has bowel problems and sometimes I have to get behind her and push her arsehole back in. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I mean what, what can you possibly say to that <laughs> other than... <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would you say to that? You'd just be like, uh, uh oh, is she all right now? <laughs> is she is she okay? No worries. Depending depending on what parent it was, yeah. Whether you had a good relay or a bad relay, I'd have hit him with some witty response. So if he'd have gone, oh, you know, sometimes I've got to get behind her and push her arsehole back in, I might I'd have gone, well, he didn't do a very good job because it stood right in front of me. Bush! <laughs> I just called you an asshole at parents' evening. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, poor teacher. I mean, what I don't understand is, if that was true, if that was true, why not just say, oh, we couldn't find a parking space? Why would you actually happily reveal that your wife has those problems and you've got to do that? <laughs> the thing is, though, the thing is, though, if, if they come in and go, oh, I'm really sorry, my wife's feeling a bit under the weather. You'd be like, no worries. You wouldn't go, oh, my wife literally shat everywhere. You just wouldn't say it, would you? You'd be like, nah, don't embarrass her like that. <laughs> All right. Um, right, we're going to finish this episode with this cracking story, which, I, I, I mean, they put it in as a confession, but I think this is more of an O. Oh, I think it's more we of a So, Adam, you can choose which jingle we play. Do you want yeah, confession? We know, what, we know what it's called, don't we? This is called an O-Festion. We've <laughs> O-Festion. said that. So what jingle so should I play? I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying just to treat everyone because everyone's having some tough times. Back-to-back jingles, baby! <laughs> <laughs> right, here you go then. O-First, followed by confession. Right. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know T 
teacher confessions Man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out Damn near cried when I sent that email I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do To tell Mr. P's my confession Okay, strap yourselves in, because this one is a doozy, right? This is a confession which took place before I became a teacher. When I lived the previous life as a probation officer, I wonder what, how many similarities there are between probation officer and uh, a teacher. Where I used to work wasn't the nicest of areas and sadly we saw and heard all sorts of terrible things. You know, Claire used to be a probation officer as well. So, you know, she's got some stories. I always thought nothing could shock me. One lunchtime, I took a walk into town and had to step over step over something unusual. On my way back, I stopped to take a closer look, only to find a tiny fetus. Right, so you can imagine... with me, Adam? Fetus? Um... <sighs> See, it's like a, it's like the elbow grease all over again. Uh, it's like a, a baby, basically a little Yeah, baby. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Horrified at my grim discovery, I called over a couple of colleagues who were having a fag and they confirmed my worst fears. I rushed back into the office and told my manager. He promptly called the police. They arrived quickly with an ambulance in tow and closed the road off as a potential crime scene as more police cars arrived. During my distress at the situation, my regional manager kindly came downstairs to speak to me with a tear in his eye. Whilst we awaited more news, he even discussed our online counselling service and how they might be able to help, given what I might have potentially discovered. I was told that as a mark of respect, the ambulance crew had found a box to place around it and they rested a blanket on top as they were too saddened and shocked by what we'd found. A short while later, I, t I was told that, to the horror of the other police and the ambulance crew, an officer who had just arrived on the scene lifted the blanket and upon seeing the fetus, laughed, grabbed the stick and gave it a good hard prod. Apparently there was outrage at his disrespect until he pointed out it was made of rubber. Turns out on closer inspection, it did, in fact, have pointy alien ears and that I'd caused a police roadblock for a good 20 minutes and created a cat crime scene for a dirty, discarded, rubber alien baby toy. <laughs> I've never lived it down and would often find a pointy-eared alien fetus on my desk as a reminder of my not-so-finest hour. And my word, those aliens sure have. Very pointy ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can you see how it's a for me that is more O than confession. That is a, that. I, I, no, do you know what? Do you know what? It's an O fashion. <laughs> it's a hundred percent because you would never ever want to admit that. That is yeah. a confession because it's oh, horrendous. Absolutely, and just to have. <laughs> The, the police to come, like multiple police cars, to zone off the street, to close down the street, uh, to have your regional manager, who you've probably never met before, come and console you, offer you guidance, counselling for the scene you've just see, seen. And it turns out that it's just one of those alien baby toys. 
for the scene you've just for the scene you've just witnessed. I went through the same thing when my Tamagotchi died. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, thank you so much, whoever shared that. Absolutely brilliant. Um, what a way to end another episode. So yeah, thank you very, very much again for listening, guys. As always, please do go to Apple Podcasts, rate, rev- review, subscribe. Um, head over to Facebook, search Two Mr. P's in a podcast. Join our Facebook group. Also, if you're on Instagram, go and follow Two Mr. P's podcast on Instagram. Um, keep an eye out because we are in the process of rearranging for the second time the live tour the live 2020 tour, which was rearranged to spring 2021, which is now looking like uh, autumn 2021. I'll just spell autumn again. <laughs> I asked that bear. And, um, anything else to add, add, add Adam? <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, keep doing the amazing job that you're doing. Keep working hard. Uh, keep a smile on your face. We hope again this podcast has helped. We will be back next week. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out if you're listening to this on the Tuesday night for 10 o'clock Wednesday this morning. You might see a familiar face. So uh, yeah, thank you very, very much for listening. Take care. We'll see you next week. See you later.